Hello, dear listener. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. My name is Darren, and this is Movies and Rants. My name is Darren and welcome to Movies and Rants. I am your host for today and joining me, Mr. Tan Sahau. Hello, hello. Uh, I would normally ask you how you're doing today, but <laughs> as the title of the episode probably indicates, uh, not too well, not too I, well. Uh, yeah, I've been better, uh, but I've also definitely been worse, I think, which is probably not a good thing to brag about. <laughs> yeah. So if that wasn't enough of a hint, I'm not the one who's recovering from COVID. So <laughs> how is? So today, this episode is all about you. I'm so and <laughs> yeah, I'm so blessed, so honored. I would say it's sad news, but in a way, it's also good news that you're recovering from COVID. Yeah. Sad news would be if if you never recovered from COVID, <laughs> that, but that would be very sad. <laughs> let's start off by just saying. What's the experience to be like? Like from the beginning, like how right. did you find out you were positive? Yeah, so, uh, well, I was out, you know, one day uh, spending time with uh, other people and obviously another close contact uh, who, who I spent the day with essentially was not feeling well. Uh, I'm quite sure I probably caught it from this person. <laughs> And uh, yeah, they they were not feeling very well, and they told me, and uh, they reported to me that they got a positive test result, which was very clear at the time. Uh, it was there was no ifs and buts about it. It, it was a very clear, very clear, very very yes. distinct line yeah, yeah, on the RTK test. That, sorry, man. But but also there were the telltale signs that you know, that person was not feeling well. I think they were feeling feverish. So. Right, but but wait, wait, so they were feeling feverish, and then but the test was still negative, is it? Yes, actually, uh, they took a couple of tests, and they were negative, and then, like all of a sudden, it was just like boom, sucks to be you, <laughs> two lines, like. Right, I I've heard similar things happen to people who were positive, like my mom, um, other friends who you know who've gotten COVID. They said similar things where, you know, they they were feeling unwell and then they took right. RTK tests and they're like, no, it's fine. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm fine. And then out of nowhere that one day, the next, maybe like two days later, they took, they take another test and it's, and how shall we say, the horrifying yeah. line, the, the yeah. second line appears on the Terrible other test. important for your future for the next seven days or so. But yeah, I mean. Yeah. Okay. So your friend. Uh, told you that she was positive and you were like oh no I guess I better take yeah. a test was it something like that yeah so I was I was feeling totally well at that time you know there was no problem uh, but I I tried my very best to to summon fluids from the deepest recesses of my lungs you know maybe that was the difference I don't know how hard some people actually try to get get like I don't re- think you need to summon that much <laughs> fluid. No, I mean, from, from. I, not, not about the amount because, okay, I mean, I'm taking a tangent here, but when I first did the art, like 
even before like this this uh, bout of COVID happened to me when I when I do my RTK test, especially the first time I did it, I always generate way too much saliva. It's kind of gross actually. I right. always overestimate how much I need, and then like I have to do some surgery to pour some of it out, which is totally disgusting. But, just um, just get those nasal swab test kits, yeah. and and at, at that point I should, but um. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, as I was saying, it's not about the volume, I think. I was just trying to like, get it, get a small amount from like very deep within, if that makes right. sense. Right. Uh, so, so I did like, almost like try to cough my lungs out to, to get a good test. And when I did to the test, in fact, at first glance, I was like, oh, I mean, one line, no problem. But then I had to like, activate you know, CSI mode and enhance, zoom in, and I basically brought the test to to my face and then I was like wait a minute there's actually a very faint line there so at that point I was like ah oh, shit I probably do have it no, but, not, so not, but but because it's very faint did you did you think oh maybe it's a self like false positive could I just do another test and see what happens yeah I did think so I mean I mean it did I mean not not to say that I did think so I, it crossed my mind that that could have been a possibility, uh, but uh, of course I was I, I didn't want to take that risk, so I was like, okay, at least for the next few days, if I don't feel uh, if I'm if I'm asymptomatic or it's a false positive, then you know, cool, no problem. Um, but if I actually am positive, then I guess I'll find out pretty soon if I'm going to be symptomatic. I mean, I guess it's possible to be positive and asymptomatic as well. But, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, th- yeah. I think my mom was asymptomatic. I think. Right. Yeah. But few other few uh, other people I know. Yeah, few other people we know, <laughs> but uh. Yeah, few other people we we know were got uh COVID, but they were asymptomatic. Yeah, but um, the reason why I I thought that would be not as likely is because a, uh, again, not something to brag about, but I do have a history of being susceptible to respiratory disease. <laughs> In, in right. my childhood, uh, B, the the close contact, um, which wh- whom I probably contracted it from, um, was not asymptomatic and also apparently had a very a pretty low CT value. Uh, yeah. So I mean, likely that I would have uh, gotten it at the same extent, you know, uh, to the same extent, like a a, a severity. Of a so, so how many back. days did it take? How many days did it right. take from uh, your last <clears throat> contact with this person for the symptoms to show up? I think uh, two to four days. I, I don't remember exactly. I, I must admit I wasn't very methodical in logging my experience. Uh, but I yeah, I think my first symptoms manifested uh, two to four days, I, around three days. Um, since my first contact and and it was also a day before uh, I actually tested uh, and got that faint line so actually uh, the, from the moment I got the faint line it was only one or two days and, until I started manifesting my first symptoms wow okay yeah that that sounds similar to other other you know fr- other stories I've heard from friends uh, but All right. I also one of the reasons I wanted to ask you about this on the episode is because quite most I would say most people I know who've 
already taken their third, third booster shot. They most of them were asymptomatic, uh, but you weren't. I guess, right. like you said, maybe it's also because uh, the person you might have contracted the virus from was also mm-hmm. not uh, asymptomatic. Right. And so, yeah, like what, like how bad did it get? And I know you're, I know you're still <laughs> recovering even now. Like, yeah, you know, more than a week later. I, I actually do feel um, physically quite okay. Uh, I, I'll get into it about you know, what's what's annoying about it now and. Uh, but I would say that uh, in terms of, you know, state of mind and body, in terms of passively, like just how I normally feel, I feel almost normal, maybe like 80 to 90% normal, which is pretty good compared to the the worst of it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm assuming that you're about to ask me, you know, what, what were the, you know, how, how bad did it get essentially? Yeah, how bad did you get? Like, yeah. what what kind of symptoms do you get? Like, could you still taste food? Do you yeah, lose yeah, your yeah. sense of so, smell? Uh, okay. Actually, from from my very superficial understanding of things, uh, it it doesn't seem like Omicron, which I have reason to believe is what I contracted, uh, really carries with it those, like. Symptoms, like, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, those, uh, is it only those alpha? Is it only alpha? alpha I'm not sure variant? which exact, which which variants, but definitely the one early of the ones. first variants. Yeah, are, yeah, yeah. One of the early ones, which are are not as infectious as the current ones. Um, but but and actually, it's it's kind of a worrying sign if you start losing sense of taste or smell because, uh, from what I now have read and I guess what people, uh, scientists think now is that's actually a result of brain damage essentially like it's actually damaging the olfactory right. centers in your in your brain yeah we we, we want to avoid brain damage yeah, we want to avoid brain damage yes <laughs> uh yeah to put it to put it lightly uh but it, for me definitely the the worst of it was uh, a a pretty well okay it yeah i guess it was a pretty bad sore throat um, yeah, you're just, still recovering from it. I would say that's pretty bad. Yeah, uh, but but uh, I don't I don't feel like my throat is sore. Like when I cough, it it feels like there's an itch in my throat. But it was it's I still remember how sore it felt when when it was at its worst, and it's definitely nowhere near as bad as that. And even before it got that bad, like the preliminary stages, and I when I could feel my throat like flaming up. Like now, it's it's also nowhere near as bad as that because back then I might describe it as a scratchy throat or and then which became a sore throat, but now it's it's neither of those things. It's more like um, I don't know. I think <laughs> I think also I have a very sensitive gag reflex, which maybe <laughs> I'm not sure. Maybe that's that's uh, makes uh, drink, me drink some water. Drink some water if if it's yeah. you're feeling it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm I'm okay. I think. Does it sound like I'm like fighting back the urge to cough? <laughs> it probably it, does. It does. Your throat does sound a bit more uh, thick. Thick, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah. I guess that's the word. Maybe it's a not a very accurate, not a very. Uh, um, like like you have, like you know, I I get that like you know the feeling of like where you you just like phlegm or whatever stuck in your throat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that. <laughs> but but it's not. It's not actually the the throat which feels painful anymore. Like, yeah, I guess I'll put it that way. There's no pain, like, 
Okay. No yeah. pain is good. It, yeah. it, no pain is no pain can be good and bad. You know, no no pain means yeah. uh, it it's gotten better or it's gotten so bad that your body can't yeah. feel it anymore. Like a, like a third degree burn where all your nerves yeah. are just gone. <laughs> no, nah, but I'm pretty sure it's not that. Uh, it's more like uh, yeah, like you said, um, it feels like there's something hiding at the back of my throat trying to get out that kind of thing. So it's it's. Uh, definitely not the most comfortable I've been, for sure. There is a, a very slight discomfort which comes with that, but it's it's in no way painful. I would say, like unlike having a scratchy or a, or a sore throat. So I think the sore throat was definitely one of the more difficult things to uh, deal with, just because of its passive nature. I feel like, you know, like having a sore throat, it's it's always you can always passively feel it. Like it's not enough for it to be a hindrance to your daily life, but it's enough for it to be yeah. irritating. Yeah, and, it's like a, and it's a yeah, just bugging you nonstop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but how's the rest of your body holding up? Uh, well, aside from that sore throat, well, okay, if that's a question directed at the present tense, I'm I'm okay. I would say, I think I need to get my uh, affairs back in order in terms of my. Uh, stamina probably uh, I would yeah, like to exercise soon again this Sunday badminton <laughs> yeah make you run make you run around more no 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 you gotta yeah, I have to I have to you know don't just throw me off the deep end you know <laughs> let me wade wade around a little bit but uh, yeah other than other than that uh, I guess maybe, maybe it's also in, in in the mind but I also perhaps feel slightly less energetic than Usual, not to say that I usually have high levels of energy in the first place. <laughs> I think I'm a very energy conservative person. But um, I mean, besides the sore throat, like, like during the whole COVID right. period, like the, at your the body? worst of it, yeah. So, um, so in the past tense, there there was definitely a fever as well, but it was a slight fever. I think a couple of, not even half a degrees uh, above normal body temperature, or what would considered be considered to be normal body temperature so definitely no high fever but there was a slight fever and with it the usual feeling or sensation of like torpor i guess sluggishness you know general uh wooziness i guess right. and, and like fatigue yeah lethargy yes, yeah. fatigue but but not very severe i would say uh like there is definitely some some brain fog you know you you definitely know that you're not feeling a hundred percent, and you're yeah, you're, and you're and some demon is trying to claw its way out of your throat as well, which kind of sucks. Which, but I think by and large that uh, that feeling of um, wooziness was a uh, not as big of a hindrance, and definitely not as noticeable as the sore throat because that was just it's like a yeah, it, I mean it's like a a haze, a hazy torpor versus right. like, just something which is stabbing you, you know. So like. Definitely, the latter becomes becomes the uh, thing which you notice more, the symptom which which tends to yeah keep you up. So so what do you do? So what do you do? Did you just go okay? I'm just gonna sleep more. I'm gonna drink more yeah, water. Not not I, drink more water. Yeah yeah. Uh, and then yeah, that was that was that it. Yeah, I I think I slept on average nine hours each time each night uh, during that time. Which, which so is what, that's that's like that's like five hours more than you usually get. No, no, no. I usually <laughs> sleep quite a lot actually. Like I usually aim for bare minimum seven, but eight most of the time. 
and and I upped that by you know, by one more hour, which is a uh, I it's a whole another topic. But people who know me know that I I champion sleep. Uh, sleep. Yeah. I think sleep is a very. I agree with food. you. Yes. People underappreciate the amount, of yeah. the the importance of sleep, and they underestimate the amount of sleep they need. Yes. And and I I used to be in that camp like oh being asleep sucks you know like uh, this is another tangent but being asleep sucks because like like I I always off, I was of the 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 mindset that I c- I can't be productive when I'm asleep you know but. Now that I know more, uh, Matthew Parker, excellent, uh, Matthew Parker, Matthew Walker, sorry, I've, I've disgraced his name, uh, but Matthew Walker definitely uh, was a huge influence in my, in, in changing that thinking for me, because he has written a, a superb book on, on sleep, and he has, and I've watched a, a couple of his talks and stuff, which, which really brought to light for me the importance of sleep, but that's another topic, uh, so yeah. just to sum it up, yeah, I, I got more sleep, like uh, like uh, an my, hour more. My 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 uh, view on sleep got changed from a YouTube video. So very different, very different channels. Right. But, but yeah. but for but yeah yeah I mean, anything which which lets you understand how important sleep is, you know, I guess one of the things which which really stood out to me was, if if you think about the the history of 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 like living beings and, uh, natural selection, like, if you think about it as being asleep puts you in such a vulnerable state to, to predators, to unproductivity, to natural dangers surrounding you. And and yet, after billions of years, we still we still have sleep. Like, I mean, it's gotta be pretty important, right? If if we still have sleep uh, after all this time. But uh, anyway, yeah, look look at look at dogs and cats. Look at how much sleep they get during the day. Yeah, that's how important it is. Yeah, I mean, definitely it. Uh, and and. Also, maybe, uh, when you when you're sick, of course, being awake sucks more than being unconscious. Yeah, sometimes sleep the pain away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just sleep it away. So that's one thing. Uh, and and also, uh, as you alluded to, I drank monumental amounts of water in in an effort to allay the the pain of the sore throat. So. Uh, but I think it's just good. You can flush your system as well, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it's usually. Uh, I mean, it's very hard to to drink water to the point of uh, toxicity, to the point where it's actually harming your body. So, the generally the more the merrier in terms of water. But um, right, okay. Yeah. So water, uh, yeah, was that the elevated consumption of water was definitely a response to the sore throat, um. Uh, and um, yeah, I mean, other than that, uh, I guess I will note that only after like that that bout of uh, having fever and having sore throat did I develop this like lingering cough, which I still do have now, uh, uh, relatively mild but and and bearable, but still kind of annoying. Um, hey. And and I wasn't coughing like at all, you know, during that that time. I had that sore throat. I was I was a little feverish, but I could still. But, but isn't isn't that the general case of any sore throat, which is yeah, you're not maybe. really coughing that much, but it's it's really painful. And then mm. when when your throat is recovering, uh, then then you start coughing more because I guess yeah. I guess my my logic in that sense is also because the the 
the muscles in your throat are recovering. It's it's like a they're exercising. Like, you know, it's like, it's like when you yeah like wait, I I mean I no I was gonna compare it to when you get a uh like you know you accidentally uh burn your skin or your your skin gets damaged in some way when the skin. When, right, when it's, it's, when it's, it's, it's most damaged, right? Yeah, right. when it's, it's most damaged, it's not that itchy. But when it's healing, that's when it's most the most itchy because it's you know the that's when the skin is the most sensitive and they're generating they're getting rid of the old damaged skin and they're and right, they're right. generating the new skin. So in a way, think of the itchiness as a good thing yeah. that your throat is healing. Yeah, I'm not a doctor. I can't confirm nor deny that take. But it, it certainly does sound reasonable. And now that I think back uh, to my previous, uh, as, I, as I did allude to previously, I, I do have experience with respiratory diseases before. <laughs> Again, not something to boast about. But uh, yeah, I think thinking back, it, was, it also fo- followed a similar trajectory where the sore throat definitely precedes the, a lingering cough, which even when, like, when it wasn't COVID that I had, Generally, I did have a lingering cough for like a couple of weeks as well, which which definitely does subside over time. But um, yeah, it, it's there. Take more ice sure. cream. Take more ice cream. Not not the frozen, not the not the frozen juice kind, right? But the one with actual, you know, custard in it. The one that's actually made from eggs and and milk. <laughs> and yeah, use that's pretty good for sore throat. Uh, in my experience. For me, like I, ice cream wise, I only take chocolate. <laughs> I'm a no, don't take chocolate. Chocolate is heaty. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, but yeah. I'm I'm terrible at, at uh recovering from coughs. I think by in part because I really like cold drinks. Uh, <laughs> which cold drinks, heaty drink, heaty yeah, food. Yeah. Yeah, like like just everything, everything possible to uh that that could possibly aggravate right. this this symptom i i like that shit so <laughs> i'm not really putting my body through a good time oh, uh, uh here's one uh, uh i i learned from my mom right which is i think it's true because <laughs> i don't I, I don't have any scientific proof to back it up but from my experience this actually works mm-hmm. and it's basically when you have a sore throat or cough don't eat chicken or egg right because Apparently that aggravates it, so and and makes it worse. So yeah, don't eat any chicken and don't take any eggs, and then you'll recover faster. Right. Apparently, even, even if I had heard this advice one hour ago, I would have still not adhered to it. <laughs> so that's how. Yeah, that's I again. I I've never heard that before. I'm not sure how true that is. Yeah. No scientific proof, yeah, but no, you just just take my word for it. Tale. Just take my word for it. Uh, I won't, but I I will happily accept that as a as a as a piece of trivia, which may be more harmful than useful depending on how true it is. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, how is it harmful? You're just not eating any chickens and eggs. That's a, for, that's a harm. Know, uh, <laughs> there's a, while, a negative right? utility. There's like so many it. other forms of protein you can take. <laughs> but there's a but negative pork utility to beef, to not be fish. Able to eat. Fish is healthier for you than chicken. Yeah, well, if I was a, if I was, um, you know, an a, a diehard health nut, I wouldn't be in this position in the first place. Right. True. <laughs> I don't think. You know, so, you know, so, so, like people people say that uh, fish is actually worse for you now because of, you know all the uh, microplastics, microplastics and all yeah, yeah and all the uh, the mercury that 
in, in seafood these days. Right. And you know what? I still think like fish and, and, and seafood is still healthier than beef and pork. Right. Definitely healthier than pork. Like I have a right. theory. Um, this isn't my theory. It's, it's a theory that someone told me, which is the reason Chinese people get cancer so much is because they take so much pork. Right. So, yeah, if you don't want to get cancer, just eat less pork, I guess. I think, I mean, I think there are some uh, well-known or at least somewhat, I mean, agreed, agreed upon uh, facts that you know, excessive red meat is not very good for you because of... Uh, pork isn't something. a red meat, though. Is it? Is it not? I don't know. No. Red, okay. yeah, red meat is something you can eat, like, even when it's not fully cooked. Right, like beef really? or lamb. Okay, or I'm not. A, I'm not a nutritionist nor a a gra- gastronomist or gastro. Or I don't know what 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 that camp of people is called. So I think I'm gonna stop making a fool of myself. Okay, yeah, yeah. We, we should get back. We should get back to the to the original topic, which is uh, recovering from COVID. So yeah, is uh, do you have anything else to add on, or any, you know, any wise pieces of advice to give mm. to anybody out there who. You know, what is interested in it or, you know, is currently recovering <laughs> currently recovering yeah. from COVID? I mean, I, I think I'm uh, relatively privileged in having a nice environment to quarantine and isolate myself in. It's not it's not grand, but uh, it's definitely... Yeah, you're, you're talking about your bedroom, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about my bedroom, essentially. <laughs> it's not grand, but it has it has many screens in it, which, which allow me to buy tight... tight uh, tied myself uh, by as as I recover, uh, and of in a way course, that's bad because if if you didn't have screen any screens right, you could just tell your employer that you have COVID <laughs> and then you just don't no, have to no, work. No, no, that that doesn't that doesn't fly in modern society. They, I that's mean, true. I'm I'm sure your employer will like mail you a laptop if they haven't already. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, but I also didn't um, I also didn't take a, any break from work. Uh, throughout throughout that week where I was recovering because I think it would have been too boring. And also, um, although it did kind of suck in, in the ways which I had just described a few minutes prior, it I don't think it was a big enough hindrance to stop me from man, doing... You're really, you're really dedicated to your job, man. <laughs> I mean, really... I, I wouldn't say I'm more dedicated than normal. Just um, it's uh, something something which to... To pass the time in a way as I'm um, recovering because like I said it wasn't I don't think it was a big enough hindrance to I, I mean I was still uh, in in most ways very still much productive uh, yeah, it, yeah. It, in a way it it, it, did, it didn't affect your work in any way yeah you could still produce the same amount of work I mean I, uh, I could definitely I could definitely tell that I wasn't a hundred percent you know uh, based on the symptoms which I described earlier but it wasn't, I, for me, it wasn't a, a big enough excuse to just throw away uh, a day of work, you know. I guess I'll put it right. that you You're a much more hardworking uh, <laughs> staff member compared to me. No, no, no. I mean, I, I was contemplating it like, yeah, I could, you know, I could take leave. You know, my, my company is understanding enough to, do, to let me do that. Um, but again... To me, it was just a balance of other, what would I be doing otherwise and, and the opportunity cost of that. Sleeping. Of that. Sleeping. <laughs> sleeping was Sleeping definitely. and recovering. But there's a there's a point at which 
your body just refuses to go back to sleep, you know. I, I wasn't that sick, you know. I wasn't sick enough for my body to just want to shut down. After nine hours of sleep, I, I more or less, my body just wakes up anyway, so. So, uh, yeah, uh, is that it? Is there anything else you want to add? I would say, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> as I mentioned before we started recording, I, I got in a couple of movies, uh, I think very enjoyable movies. Yes, yes. Movies we might, which we will definitely talk about in a future episode. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those are. I mean, that that was kind of like the highlight of my uh, yeah. <laughs> quarantine, I guess. Okay. Spoiler alert: La La Land is anybody's highlight. Anytime <laughs> they watch it. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely had mixed feelings through uh up up to certain points, and then it was just whoa, this is a good ass yeah. movie. Yeah. So if you haven't watched La La Land, I know this has nothing to do with the episode, <laughs> but if you haven't watched La La Land, go watch it. Yeah. I love it. One of my favorite movies ever. I, I Damien Chazelle. Well. I love you, man. <laughs> and and Whiplash. He also directed Whiplash, which is yeah. also one of my favorite movies. It's amazing. Yeah. So. Whiplash, La La Land. I mean I mean what what a portfolio, right? For your second and third movie. Yeah. To be Whiplash and La La Land. Insane. What wait, was it his third movie? Wasn't his second movie? His second movie was Whiplash, and then his third movie was La La Land. Oh, I I didn't think he made a movie before Whiplash. Um, yeah, nobody, not that many people watched it. It's it's just a it's a black and white movie. Also, uh, something to do with music, but you know, uh, I I I didn't watch it. I I I don't even know whether you can. I don't even know where you could find it. But right, yeah. But yeah, those two Whiplash and La La Land definitely get my. Uh, my very unqualified seal of approval. Amazing movies, both yeah. of them. Uh, so yes, uh, if we do end up discussing it next week, join us next week for that discussion. Yeah, and go watch the go watch Whiplash if you haven't watched it, and go watch definitely go watch La La Land if you All haven't right. watched it, and even if you have watched it, go watch it again. <laughs> that's how good. That's how much I love that La La Land. I I I I'm a bit more partial to Whiplash, uh, as a whole, but they are both extremely good in my opinion. So, yes, yeah, do so, what Darren just said. Uh, that's it for today's episode. Uh, thank you for joining us, uh, Sir. How? Where can people find you? You can find me in my bedroom within these four walls. Or, yes, or just don't go near you. Uh, but on social media, you can find me on at uh, at t tangent on Instagram. And you can find me at R-A-R-D-E-W-C-H-E-N. Thank you for joining us again this episode and see you next week. See you.